Super Talk Mississippi media production. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. We're broadcasting from the Southern Bank Course Studio right here in Hattiesburg this afternoon. We're going to be going to Ellisville here in a few minutes. Wally Forestry, that's where the other half of the Eagle Hour is with us. Uh, Luke Johnson is out there with uh, Mr. Eddie Endum. We're going to be talking to Mr. Endum uh, throughout the hour. Also, Mason Strickland, former great baseball player for Southern Miss and Jones College, going to be on the Eagle Hour as well. We're glad you're with us around the network this afternoon, wherever you're tuned in, whatever station, uh, whether it's online, welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue and Dickie's uh, Caters every event, large or small. Dickies can also serve your family delicious food seven days a week, and we thank them for their support of the Eagle Hour. Southern Miss getting ready to play baseball this afternoon, 5 o'clock our time, Western Kentucky. Tanner Hall on the mound this afternoon against Jake Cates, Jr. Tanner Hall with a 2.0 record, 2.33 ERA. Cates, Jr., 3-1 and one on the season, a 5-11 ERA. That game uh, set to start at 5 o'clock this afternoon. All right, I want to check in. Luke, are you with us over in Ellisville? It is a beautiful, windy day here in Ellisville. Bob Freestated Jones, just, uh, what, about 20 miles north of where you are in Hattiesburg. But we've eaten good and uh, sitting out here. It's windy, man, but it's a gorgeous spring Friday. All right, we're glad you're with us. Uh, our, our special guest on the Eagle Hour today is a good friend of uh, our Laurel Radio Station and Super Talk, Mr. Eddie Endum owner of Endem Trailers, Hall of Fame member at Jones College. Mr. Endem, welcome. We're glad to have you on the show with us today. Thank you so much. I certainly enjoyed you and certainly enjoy and so glad to be here with you. All right. Uh, we're going to keep you the whole show, if you don't mind. But, you know, you, you, you and I were talking a couple of weeks ago, and you just told me a fascinating story. And I want to point out that Mr. Endem's grandson is a player at Louisiana Lafayette, a Division I college baseball player. You were telling me that your grandson, uh, the, the the brilliant young shortstop Dustin Dickerson for Southern Miss, and some other kids that are playing at other schools, including Jones, all grew up together playing little league travel baseball together. Kind of close the close the loop on that story a little bit, if you will, for us, Mister Endum. Well, this group was started by a group of parents that wanted a travel team and they so it was not really a pick travel team it was just kids that wanted to come and wanted to play and just very lucky that they had dads that had played college ball or high school ball so they had a whole lot of leadership with it and they started when they were about eight years old and there were 12 of them 11 or 12 of them that played all the time and of that 11 or 12 there are still nine of them eight or nine of them that are still playing college baseball today. That's a great story. Luke, you told me you were familiar with this group of kids. 
Absolutely. You start looking at some of the uh, the kids who are on this team. Of course, uh, Mr. Endom's grandson, Andrew Howard, he played it at South Jones, and Dustin, of course, played at West Jones. And it's really funny, Eddie, um, you know, we, we're laughing because those two guys, although they're friends, South Jones, West Jones, not love loss there, and then now with Southern Miss and and uh, and, Lafayette and and Louisiana, not much love loss there, but these two guys still friends to the day. Yeah. I just mentioned to Luke a while ago that uh, Southern Miss played at ULL about three weeks ago. And when they were down there, I have a picture of Dustin and Andrew together. Uh, and it was reminiscent of when we got a picture of them together when they were probably eight years old standing side by side. So we're going to get a picture framed of when they were eight years old standing side by side with the picture we had the other day. And what's cool, Bob, about that first picture is, of course, everybody knows Dustin Dickerson. Hey, we're right next to the uh, the railroad here, so if you hear a train whistle, that's, that's what's coming through. But... Uh, <laughs> The first picture was uh, when they were eight years old, and that's when Bobby Dickerson was coaching with Buck Showalter for the for the Baltimore Orioles. And so Dustin and Andrew went down to spring training, and the picture that uh, Mr. Endum just showed me on his phone, it's Dustin and Andrew standing side by side together. And this is they got official Orioles gear oh, on. Oh, yeah, the dad got the – Bobby got official Orioles uniform for him, so they got on the orange and – of of the Orioles and so that's yeah. and so they're so they're standing there you know on the spring uh, training field in Florida and then the next picture of course is in during BP with uh, you know Andrews in his uh, Louisiana red and white and then Dustin's in his black and gold but I mean just just amazing you start looking at some of these other kids and we'll talk to Mason Strickland next but but Mr. Endum such a rich tradition of baseball in Jones County. It is. And let me just mention, I've got a list of the boys that are playing, that are still playing. Uh, Evan Pitts uh, is playing for East Central, I believe. Reed Reynolds for uh, Southeastern Louisiana and Hammond. Dustin Dickert for Southern Miss. Colson Harrison, who's at Jones College. Uh, Graham Crawford, who is catching at Alabama. Chandler Klein was at East Central. Tyler Ducksworth was at Jones County. Andrew Howard, ULL. And then uh, Clayton Cook, Clay Cook, who is at uh, East Central. So you think about, and these boys went all the way through. We went up to Baltimore one time for a big tournament at at Baltimore, and we brought this bunch of ten-year-olds up there, eight-year-olds, and they were starstruck. The stadium, everything, <laughs> and they were just like they were blindfolded, and they lost the first game. But after they get lost the first game, then they got their feet up under them, and they never lost another game, and went all the way through the tournament. Bob batting seven fifty on that on that travel ball team to, to play college baseball. It's a pretty good bat. No, it's a great story. We were trying to kind of put in perspective what it's like to uh, you know, the conversation you were having with me a week or two ago. You were headed up, uh, headed down to Lafayette, actually. I want to say for the Southern Miss series, but kind of put in perspective what it's like to have your grandchild playing uh, D1 baseball. It is just, uh, I guess it's any grandfather's dream to have the opportunity to be able to see, to be able to see the kind of facility that they're playing in, the atmosphere they're playing in, and then also to be able to, I graduated from Southern Miss, so here we are, I got a grandson at ULL, and I'm rooting rooting for both sides at the same time, so it's a great experience. And I I know you have a great association with Jones College, Uh, Mason Strickland's about to come on, a Jones player, Uh, Kelly Sander, who's here with me in the studio, very familiar with junior college sports, some great, great athletes have come out of Jones College college in every sport the thing about there's no doubt there's athletes and some great athletes but the thing that jones has offered more 
than I think of anything else was, and I'm going back to young men that are in their 50s probably right now, and it used to be where I worked a lot of junior college athletes because when they got through playing baseball or football, they didn't have a year-round thing. They were able to work. Now everything's year-round sport, but just about. But I have play. I have worked. I have young men that work for me now. That one is president of the University of Arizona. Was a great uh, cardiac pediatric cardi- cardiologist. Um, Bobby Robinson. Bobby Robbins. You have uh, another one, Earl Reynolds, who is head of a huge oil company in Calgary, Canada. Uh, Smokey Jordan, who at one time was head of overseas operations for FedEx after he played football at Memphis State and then went on to play in the USFL with the Memphis Showboats. Uh, but my, my thing is, were these young men with eggs succeeded like what they were if Jones Junior College was not there to give them a start? That's We're so blessed to have Jones here for that opportunity for all the kids, the kids then and the kids now. So you, you so you mean that there were there were there were guys at one time in this country that wanted to work, Mister? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to second that. I'm not going to say much more than I You know, it is. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just seconding that. That's all I better say about that. Yeah. Hey, there, there is a there is an old story in the athletic dorm at uh, at Jones. Coach uh, Coach Cooley came through there because there was this young man that wasn't a student at Jones. He's playing the guitar because he was visiting his his old buddy Red West, and he got kicked out of the dorm that night. Eddie Lee, who was that? That was Elvis Presley. <laughs> Is that right? He said. He said, <laughs> "Son, that's what, right. what Coach no, Cooley it, said." No, it wasn't Coach Cooley. It was A.B. Howard. Was, yeah, uh, Coach it, Howard. Yeah, it was Coach Howard that ran him out. Said, "Son, we don't need you're making too much of a uh, commotion up here, and we don't need somebody like you in the dormitory." <laughs> and it was Elvis Presley. That's exactly that, and that's a true story. That's not a make because story. Red because Red West. Played at, at Jones College. That's exactly it. Red played for him and also played in his band for him. So that's how they knew each other. That's wow, exactly. what a great oh, story. So, you better watch out. You give me telling Jones stories, I'm going to be in for a while. So, <laughs> well, well, there can't be a much better Jones story than Elvis Presley getting thrown out of the dorm. I mean, I think that's pretty good, Mr. Endem. Well, there's still a lot more. Hey, and, and by the way, before we go to this commercial break, we should say that we'll talk about it more probably in the third segment, Bob. We have the probably greatest background of any radio show, probably not just today in this country, but but uh, this week, I would argue. We'll tell you more about that in the third segment. All right, we're going to continue our conversation with Eddie Endum, the Eagle Hour, both here in Hattiesburg at the Southern Bank Core Studio at Wally Forestry in Ellisville. When we come back, Mason Strickland got a big mark in Southern Miss baseball history. He's also worked for our guest, Mr. Endum, and is now a coach in Jones County. We're going to be talking to former Golden Eagle Mason Strickland next. To the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the show. We're broadcasting this afternoon from Hattiesburg in the Southern Bank Corps studio, and we're live on location 
uh, in Ellisville, Mississippi, where we've got Luke Johnson and Eddie Endem with us, and uh, we're happy to uh, happy to be down there at Wally Forestry, a great great sponsor. Uh, both Endem Trailer Company, Wally Forestry, big friends of Super Talk. Always happy to have them uh, on the show with us. Also happy to have this young man, Mason Strickland, great pitcher, not only for Jones College, uh, for South Jones High School, for Southern Miss, and probably through one of the single biggest games in Southern Miss history uh, when he came in and won the 2018 Conference USA Tournament MVP by throwing a three-hit complete game over Charlotte when the Eagles were on the verge of leaving the tournament. Uh, Mason kept them in the tournament. They went on to win the championship. And uh, Mason Strickland joins the Eagle Hour. Mason, we're glad to have you. I, I guess it's fair to say you probably still remember that day a little bit. Oh, absolutely, I do. Um, it's one of those days you'll never forget. Take us back to that day and uh, when Scott Berry came to you and, and said he was fixing to hand you the ball and uh, what went on through your mind. Well, it was the night before, and uh, it was actually Coach Ostrander uh, walking back to the bus. We had just lost to Charlotte the night before. and Coach Ostrander looked at me and told me and said, Stricky got the ball tomorrow. I think you can handle it. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I, think I, I think I can. And uh, you know, the next day came around, and, you know, it was just, it was just in God's plan, man. Uh, not a whole lot to it. How did in that in that game, Mason? Um, you know, it's kind of how, how did you know? How soon did it ever take you to know that it was going to be a good day for you, or it was something that you were going to have to struggle and get through? Well, you know, I was always a guy um, when I was warming up before games or or throwing a bullpen to always look atrocious anyway. We'd always, you know, even even in practices, <laughs> even in practices, we had the little uh, dummy batters that we'd put in the box uh, to give us like a simulation for a real batter. And I'd always peg them three or four times, have all the all the players looking down there at me. But <laughs> but uh, you know, about the sixth inning, it didn't really it didn't really hit me till about the sixth inning. And I kind of looked up and was like, man, I'm I'm on cruise control. I need to keep doing what I'm doing and. Yeah, that's and that's something I learned in high school from uh, my pitching coach Ian Sharp, which is he's the head coach at Wayne County now. Is always talked about getting in that autopilot mode, and I felt like I got in it that day, and I just I couldn't miss the strike zone. Mason, there's a gentleman with us that tells us that he not only knows a great deal about your pitching career, but you've also worked for him, Mister Endem. What do you, what have you got to say to this young man? All I can say is I'm super proud of him. I've known he and his family for a long, long time, and just so blessed to be able to have Mason and been part of my life and his family. The good young man, Mason. I, I guess you are probably like hearing that from Eddie Endem. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I love Mr. Eddie Lee now. Uh, Luke, get in here with Mason Strickland. Hey, sure. Good to talk to you, man. We we uh, Bob failed to mention not only did that uh, performance, you know, get you uh, a win for Southern Miss, but you ended up being the most valuable player for the 2018 Conference USA tournament. Now you got to do something pretty special, you know, to uh, to you look at all the games that are played in a tournament. I mean, what, where is that that trophy? Where is it located currently? Man, I, I actually I have it put up in my closet now. I, for a while, it's sitting next to my bed so I can look at it every day. But I had to move on a little bit, you know. I had to close the yearbook, so uh, 
Yeah, I, I've put it up, but man, there's there's not a day that goes by where I don't think about that stuff. I was actually sitting in my I'm a school teacher now, and I was sitting in my classroom today, and I kind of I got the itch just to kind of look up on on the CUSA TV and just kind of watch a few of the games that I pitched in, just to kind of remind myself. Hey, I was pretty good. <laughs> hey, look, one, one of these days they're going to put me and you in the in the Christmas parade here in Jones County, and they're going to say, that's the 2018 Conference USA MVP, and that's the 2003 Liberty Bowl MVP, and nobody's going to believe hey. it for one second, okay? But we, we've got the trophies to prove it. Hey, you mentioned you're a school teacher, and, and you've come full circle. You were at 17-2 and two record in high school at South Jones. You played for Coach Rogers. Now you're back coaching with him. How incredible is that for you? You guys, you know, you beat Wayne County last night you beat sharp last night i think y'all got him again tonight what, what is it like for your life to come full circle like that man there's nothing like it um and you know my my first plan was not to become a, a high school baseball coach uh, but you know you know god had a plan for me and and being back here with coach rogers and, and being able to coach against coach sharp they taught me everything i know and I'm, I'm trying to teach my guys the same thing he instilled in me and I guess it paid off a little bit last night, but man, he's got a great club, and and, and so do we. We got we actually got a, a ninth grader that's a USM commit, so and he's going to throw tonight. So we'll see what happens. Luke, I would think that if you and, and Mason Strickland were in the Christmas parade, what would be really cool is for you to be in the parade, like sitting in the back of a like a 1966 Corvette or something like that. Where could we find one of those? I know a guy. I know a guy. Mason, you you're you're pretty much aware of the uh, the the stash of antique cars that Eddie Lee owns, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You ever wow. touched one? I know you probably never driven one. Did you ever get to touch one? I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> Well, let, let me jump in I'm, here. I'm very what, peculiar about who I let around my car. Yeah, well, I, I got to jump in here now. I, I'm a car buff. What all do you have, uh, Eddie? Uh, really, I have the 1966 Corvette, which I bought that was wrecked, and it's been completely restored. It's a Mossport green, and that's the color that it was when it came off the showroom floor. When I got it, it was purple. Uh, then I have a 1966 Mustang convertible that my daughter has mm. and bought it for her when she was 15. And then I have a 1950 Chevrolet pickup truck that I'm restoring right now that is three-quarters the way through that I need to get finished. Been working on it like about two more years on it, and I'll have it finished. So He, he failed to mention that the 66 Mustang is candy apple red. He failed yeah, to mention and, and yeah. let, me, let me mention this to you, Mason. I called Mr. Eddie yesterday afternoon, and he said, you're going to have to talk a little louder. I'm driving down the interstate in my 66 Corvette convertible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I let Josh Blair, Dr. Josh Blair from Hattiesburg Bar, not long ago, for his daughter in a parade that she was in for a beauty that's homecoming queen or, or something. And he, after I got it back, he said the only problem we had that I had the prettiest girl in the parade there, right in the back of the car, but all the people wanted to talk about was the car. Was the girl. car. Yeah, I can, <laughs> it I, distracts I can see well, Absolutely. Well, Mr. Endem, as, as great as your collection is, do you have a car that I have in my own personal collection, a 1979 Yugo? <laughs> what is a Yugo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only, only Kelly. Hey, if we're dating Kelly, it's about a 1939. Kelly ain't fitting in a Yugo. A 1954 <laughs> Hudson Terraplane, you know, something like that. There we go. Hey, Strick, before we, before we run out of time, we, I, do wanna, I, I do want to ask you about Christian Ostrander. Uh, of course, he, he coached at Jones. 
And then, uh, you know, I think 18 was his first year at Southern Miss. When you start seeing what he's done with the, the pitching at Southern Miss and, and just your overall, what have you gained from Christian Ostrander in your own pitching? Oh, well, he he was big on the mental toughness side of it. And, and you know, that's almost the most important piece about baseball now is you got to be mentally tough and you got to think that you're you're better than everybody else. And that's something that he instilled in me. You know, I didn't throw the baseball hard, but but learning from him, I, I thought I could get anybody out. And even on our team, you know, we we would scrimmage and and like Matt Walner and, and Luke Reynolds, those guys. Like I, I I believed every day that I could get those guys out every single day. Now, did I probably absolutely not? But uh, you know, he he he's been a big influence in me for the for the mental toughness side and and instilling this instilling the mental toughness into these guys here. It's it's a big step forward for these guys. Yeah. Now, Mason, did Walner ever ding you? Did Wal did Walner ever knock one out of the park on you? I actually don't think he did. Really? Um, Hunter Slater got me a few times. Yeah. But Walner did not. Believe it or not. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you who was always terrified of of Mason Strickland was the was the simulated batter in the bullpen. That that, that yeah. guy was yeah. <laughs> ain't, ain't no doubt. Ain't no did you doubt. tell did you tell Warner you can't hit what you can't see? Is that what you told him? <laughs> Man, I was throwing it so slow he could see it a mile away. I promise. <laughs> that's remo- that's what I remember Mason is how slow the ball was. <laughs> it worked though. No doubt. No doubt. Hey Mason, uh, we really we really appreciate you jumping on board with us today and Mr. Eddie was happy when when I told him you were going to be on the show he thanks a lot of you we do as well and uh, we really appreciate your time and, and wish you nothing but continued success in your baseball coaching career man I appreciate y'all having me y'all have a good day Mason Strickland everybody the 2018 Conference USA Tournament MVP and uh, a kid that uh, through a baseball game that will always be remembered. Uh, you know, when you're on the verge, Kelly, of, of being knocked out of the tournament, and this young man steps in and throws a complete game for you, you don't forget that. And from what he said, he didn't get that offer to go to Southern Miss after throwing a bullpen. Uh, no, exactly. <laughs> apparently those were pretty ugly. All uh, right, when we come back, we're going to go back out to a Wally Forestry. We'll, we'll talk to Eddie Indem about not only Jones some more, but – his great business that, that he has established in Jones County, which is, of course, uh, the home of our Laurel Station, WLAU. Eagle Hour is both at the Southern Bank Course Studio in Hattiesburg this afternoon and at Wally Forestry in Ellisville. And we'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Eagle Hour live today on remote in Ellisville, Mississippi at Wally Forestry. Luke Johnson, Eddie Lee Endem on site with us also. Will Tony producing. Bob Getty, Kelly Center back in the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg. Happy to have you along. It is a gorgeous Gorgeous day here in Jones County, all across South Mississippi as we get ready 
for the weekend. Golden Eagles set to take on Western Kentucky tonight. And, and really a series we talked about yesterday, they need to sweep. And we talk in, I uh, mentioning that series uh, coming up. But we should mention, guys, as I sit here with Mr. Eddie Leendam and Will Tony under the Super Talk tent out in front of Wally Forestry, probably the most beautiful background for any radio uh, broadcast uh, this entire week. And you, I'm just going to let you tell me what it is again and let our listeners know exactly what we're looking at, Eddie Lee. It is a 1966 Corvette. Uh, it is the color is Mossport green. That's the color that it was when it came off the showroom floor. It was bought at Hank and Chevrolet in Taylorsville, Mississippi. Yes. And when I got it, it had been wrecked. It was purple. Uh, so I did a complete off the frame restoration from top to bottom and. Uh, so it's a sweet ride. And I know, guys, personally that, it, that it's a sweet ride. I got to ride in it one time right up the street here. It's First Baptist Hills floor. I was interim pastor for three years, and Eddie was uh, is a member there. And, and guys, one, one Sunday after church, he said, hey, uh, I, I need to take you in a ride. And I said, okay. So he pulls up in this Corvette, and I got in it, Bob Getty, and it was amazing. That sounds just absolutely, uh, absolutely uh, beautiful, and that's such a classic car. There's really not a – there's not a more iconic – American sports car than a 66 Corvette, Eddie Lee. I agree with you. I agree with you. And this is one of the most soft after, sought after years of all of them. There's, right. you, know, you got some that are younger than that, but this is a lot of people like this design. 327? 327 four speed. Yep, that's sweet. That's mighty sweet. Her, what, sh- what about the her, 19- her shifter? What about the 1982 her. GMC or AMC Pacer? Was that- no, I don't think it's no? in the same class. Okay, all right. oh, so Look, you, you K- got Kelly's you- dream car is a Subaru Brat. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so we'll just leave it. You, you got we'll the sweet Hurt shifter with the white Hurst knob and all that, huh? I got the Hurst shifter that has a chrome knob, but it's a Hurst shifter. So, wow, uh, nothing better uh, than that. Nothing yeah, better yeah. than that. All right, Mr. Eddie Lee, you're uh, you really, I think it's fair to say, and I, I know you're a humble man, but you're really one of the most prominent business people uh, in Jones County. You're a Jones County guy, a Hall of Fame member at Jones College. The president of the school was uh, over there earlier this morning when I was there, and he just spoke so glowingly of everything you have done uh, for Jones College. Uh, tell us a little bit about your business, which I think, I, I think reaches far outside of Jones County in Mississippi. Well, Bob, the, you know, the, the, the best thing that I say is I have been so blessed. God blessed me so many times over that somebody from Ellisville, Mississippi, could build the business to the size that I have and the way that it has grown. And I made a lot of mistakes coming through because I thought I was going to be a school teacher and a, and a football coach and ended up running a business. So there's a lot I didn't know, but that's just part of the course. Mm-hmm. And we now have... W- the largest trailer repair and sales business in South Mississippi. We sell everything from gooseneck trailers and bumper pull trailers to pull your lawnmowers around with to 18-wheelers to the biggest low boys to chicken trailers to anything that anybody needs. That's where we are. And our repair business includes all types of aluminum work far as the feed trailers that you see that are running up and down the interstate that are hauling chicken feed or the delta when they're hauling catfish feed or if one of these turns over wrecks that we do that and then we also have containers that we rent all over south mississippi we go far north as uh, columbus mississippi we go far, as far south all the way to uh picking in the slidell area so right that's and and eddie lee the, the deal about that is especially because it's spring i mean 
when when the Easter 2020 tornadoes tore through, man. I mean, there were days. I, I don't know how many of those endom storage containers were in South Mississippi, but it was pretty wild. Well, it's, you're right. That's exactly right. But I can also remember when um, Katrina came through, and it was the the same thing. We didn't have any electricity. We didn't have anything. But I knew that people were going to have to have. Uh, these storage containers we had a table set up outside and we're taking people would drive up and we would take their name and their information uh, and send containers to them didn't have any way to collect money that just told us where they needed to go we would send and go and so we have done that same thing with the tornado that was here we've done that several times everybody just puts the stuff outside their house and can they keep their stuff dry until you they, get the repairs needed that's exactly right they can keep it dry until they get the repairs mm. needed so good so, good work and it's, and, and it's safe it's lockable you can lock it up it's uh not going to say it's burglar proof i don't think anything is burglar proof anymore but you can at least be it as a deterrent yeah I, I saw something interesting on your website today when i was looking to you you also sell trailers that you can hang canoes and kayaks for outdoorsmen on is that correct uh, let's go back to another story uh before i started the trailer business or was just starting the business i had graduated from southern and i thought i wanted to be in the outdoor business and i started a canoeing and backpacking shop across the street from usm's uh football field there and i was called the outward bound shop and so uh i've done a little bit of it all at one different one part of time and you still carry those kind of trailers, right? You can That's still buy a, that kind of trailer. You can still them. buy the canoe trailers. That's exactly right. Still do canoe trailers. And we sell the bumper pool dump trailers. We sell uh, gooseneck dump trailers. We sell big dump trailers. We we sell and repair from the smallest to the largest. Right. 18-wheel vans that you see on the interstate that's calling you freight down the highway all the time. For the they, we you know They tear the back doors off of They tear the roof off of They tear the sides off. Whatever it does, we, we repair it. And, and what role did Jones College and Southern Miss play in, in the, the success you've enjoyed in your life? Jones College had a tremendous effect because when I was playing football at Jones, to survive Coach Cooley, I knew that if I survived two years with him, that I could survive anything. So it gave you, it gave you a resiliency there that you know that nothing, could, nobody could throw anything any harder at you that you couldn't take. And it's the same thing in business. You just got to be resilient. You got to have, you got to know what you want to do, have a plan, put it together, and go after it. And if, if the good Lord wants that to be, it will happen. And God has blessed me so many times over. Mr. Andy Lee, I want to know about your, your days at Southern Miss. You're a fine Christian man, but, uh, but, but some of the hijinks that you got into at Southern Miss, was there a place that you and some of the guys went to to get into trouble? <laughs> he, well, didn't, he didn't know what you're talking about. That's yeah. what, he just, I, the Townhouse Grill. Does anybody remember the Townhouse Grill? I bet nobody even knows where that was. No, where, tell, tell us about that. Where was it? It was... Uh, in downtown Hattiesburg, you went down an alley and you went back and, and back in there, and they and you could go in and get you a cold beverage if you wanted one and a pizza. And the only place that you could even get a pizza, or even get some, there would have been one or two places that you could even get a cold beverage at that time in Hattiesburg, like two. And then, but they, at the snack, at the they had a piano bar there, and people, the students would come in and play the piano and piano, and sing, and they would have a glass jar on it, and you could put tips in there. And Jimmy Buffett was there at the same time, and I can remember him being there playing on the piano, or not playing on the piano, but playing his guitar and singing, and 
Nobody knew who he was. He was a student. Isn't that crazy? And let me guess, one of the administrators at Jones College threw him out. <laughs> I don't know about that story. That's not in there. No, you going somewhere uh, else? Yeah, that, that's so fascinating to hear you say that because I, I mean I'm I'm aware of his history here. And uh, so a few nights ago, a week or two ago, I, I just Google him one night. I was curious how Jimmy Buffett stood, you know, in in relationship to how much money he's made compared to other famous musicians. Uh, now. Eddie Lee, you saw him playing for tips in a restaurant. Would you be surprised if I told you he is a billionaire with a B now? I would not be surprised. He has done. He's a very good businessman. He's made a lot of good decisions. Uh, I think the younger part of his life was a lot like some of our other young parts, but he has done very, very well as he's going on. Well, no question. Hey, has anybody told him we need an indoor football facility? Because you know he, <laughs> he he took kind of the Natchez Trace route through his time at Southern Miss, and he could really give some yeah. of that back well i know he did buy them. he's bought him a couple of research boats that they use down in the mississippi sound and uh and uh, and he does a lot so uh, we're, we're great but you're right an indoor practice facility would be and, good and with that b in front of him now bob being a billionaire he's just nose to head of eddie lee Endum. just just my <laughs> hair just, just a little bit <laughs> you know. Hey, Mr. Endem, I can't thank you enough for uh, sitting in uh, on the show with us. I really appreciate all that you do uh, with Jones and and with uh, our Super Talk station uh, in Laurel. Uh, you know, we value your business a great deal and, and your friendship. And I'm really looking forward to you coming over here in that uh, dark green Corvette. And me and you, I can fit in the car, Mr. Eddie Lee. So uh, I- I'm waiting for you to come over. We'll uh, we'll open the door and let Kelly look at it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> That's a great way. Yeah. That is a great way to end the segment. Thank you, Mr. Endom. We appreciate you, sir. God bless. All right. Eddie Endom. If I was going to get in that car anyway, I'd have to have that wide load banner across the back of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that would uh, that would be quite a sight. You and a 66 Corvette convertible. For sure. All right. We're going to. We're going to wrap up the Eagle Hour from Wally Forestry and Ellisville right after this. Ellisville, Mississippi, in the free state of Jones. Luke Johnson, Will Tony on site, Bob Getty, and Kelly Sander live in Hattiesburg at the Southern Bancor Studios. It's Friday. Southern Miss getting ready to take on Western Kentucky later today in baseball. First pitch at 5 p.m. FIU at Louisiana Tech. Rice at Marshall. Charlotte at Old Dominion. Middle Tennessee at UAB. And uh, UTSA at FAU. That's the games today. Golden Eagles needing to needing to sweep this one. Western Kentucky at the bottom of the RPI standings in the conference. USA teams and Eagles will send out Tanner Hall today at 5 p.m. Bob, we've got 
With us now, Miss Rebecca Patrick of Wally Forestry. They're our host today, and man, they had some really good food, Bob. You missed out. No, I didn't. Did I miss? Did I miss? No, uh, Rebecca. you didn't. Bob, Bob came and checked us out before you got here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he, know, he could he could smell barbecue. That gum right. A few man. miles away. I didn't. Well, he smelled I didn't it pretty good anything. for twenty five miles away. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we want to thank you for having us out there today. We just love our association with uh, Wally Forestry. Such a great business, and uh, you know, Mr. Rebecca, I, I'll tell you this real quickly. I, I had the privilege back uh, at, long ago in the 1980s when I got hired at uh, WDAM-TV as a reporter. Uh, they moved my wife and I to Laurel. I worked with a young lady named Cindy Wilson in Laurel. And uh, my first child right. was born about six months after that uh, at South Central Regional. And we spent probably the as good a five years of our life as we've ever had in Jones County. It had... I say it with all sincerity, and I just want to get your thoughts about it. It's just a unique place, really great people, very independent. But when they take you in, they really take you in as one of their own, and that's what we experienced. That that You are absolutely correct, Bob. You hit the nail on the head. You know, I wasn't born in Jones County, but I got here as quick as I could. I don't remember <laughs> living anywhere else. I, I grew up in downtown Laurel, practically, and uh, then, of course, went to Jones Junior College, and I have two degrees from the University of Southern Mississippi. Go Eagles. There we go. And um, so now and now we live just right outside of Ellisville here. And, you know, the people here, they make the place. Uh, the people are the place. And Jones County is a, is just a wonderful place. And once you, once you move in, you know, they do. Somebody's going to adopt you. Somebody's going to take you home on Sunday and feed you banana pudding and fried chicken or Something good, and uh, I'm Exhibit A on that. You. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> there we go. Let's let's talk about what what you guys do. Um, if people, you know, are familiar, of course, they on, on Super Talk we hear your commercials, but you know, there's right. some some unique things that you guys do, particularly with drones, and then of course, you know, with timber and the Wally right. property side. Well, we have a we're basically two companies under one umbrella. Forestry management is Wally Forestry Consultants, and then of course the property side is Wally Properties LLC, and we do offer the drone services, which is which is a unique kind of thing for our area. You know, people uh, like to see their property from up above, and it can do different unique things. So, the the drone we use it on both sides, both for the forestry side and for the for the real estate side. Wow. But forestry side, forestry management, we help people who want to sell timber, who want to manage timber. Maybe you've got a whole big plot of pasture land and you want to say, "You know what? I think I want to I want to plant it. I want to have a tree farm." We're the people that can help you start from the seedlings all the way preparing the land actually before that. We can give you advice, connect you with the right folks to prepare your land plant your land and then later on we can work with you to help you get it cut and and start all over again a lot of people don't know what options are out there they just think you can do like one of two things you know and they exactly. don't know that there's a, a plethora of, of things that can be done i like that word plethora, plethora. It's, a, it's a you hear that big Hill? word yeah, yeah. miss rebecca well. is it possible we could rent a drone and fly it over kelly Sanders' house late at night where we can get no. the true story of what he's doing no that might scare people. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I, I'd have to take that one under advice. Yeah. Kelly, is there like a no-fly zone around your? It property? may be. 
Well, there is. I, I think that I think that uh, Osama bin Laden kind of learned, you know, how to how to deal with those drones. As I'll tell you what will happen over his place. If a yeah. drone in Jones County in the right places goes over somebody's land, it that, may meet a twelve gauge. It might. That's for sure. And, well, and you talk, you're laughing about that. I, I have uh, learned a lot about the rules of drone. There are FCC rules that uh, govern these things. You, you, so we have a licensed drone pilot who knows those rules for sure. A licensed drone pilot did you hear that yes you that's right you get a license that? and every, and, and, i mean it's a it's the real deal it's not like buying it from your local box store and opening the package and right, flying it right, around right. your neighbor's house till you till right. your batteries run out all right real quick did you hear that did you hear that the the, the corvette has the corvette the has cranked up, up oh, behind us i see okay hey real quick how do people get in touch with uh, wally forster well our phone number is 601-477-3014 but if you get on the internet and type in Wally Properties, W-A-L-L-E-Y, Wally Properties or Wally Forestry, the internet should guide you straight to us. All right. Thank you, Ms. Rebecca. We really appreciate y'all thank having y'all us there today. Us. All right, everybody. And come back and see us. All right. Rebecca Patrick, everybody, with Wally Forestry. That's going to wrap up the Eagle Hour this week. Kelly Sander, you're predicting what? You're predicting a slam dunk sweep, are you not? I am, and the and the only way to see this tonight is through the Hilltopper Sports Network. You can uh, Google that or whatever, but the Hilltopper. And you said they don't really like to broadcast this weekend because they don't like broadcasting what? Well, it's a state law in Kentucky. It's illegal to televise funerals. So you're, <laughs> you're going to have to look it up on the... I'm Hill- holding you to this Monday, Monday at 1 o'clock now. Hilltopper Sports Network. All right. That wraps up the Eagle Hour for this week. It's been fun today. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll be back Monday, Kelly Center. And until then, Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.